right, everyone, welcome to the Indie Basketball Podcast. This is where Indie Rock meets the NBA's finest. And today we're going one on one, having a conversation with Joe Plummer. And you may know him from such bands as Cold War Kids, The Shins, Modest Mouse, um, but not just a musician. He runs Ruinous Media, which is a podcast company. Joe, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for having Are, me. Yeah, of course. It's it's definitely an honor to, to have you here. Um, I know uh, we talked before that you may not be the biggest uh, basketball fan these days, but you used to be at least, right? Yeah. And it's not that I'm a not a fan i just haven't paid attention um to i haven't been watching and yeah. for years now um i blame it partly on my band mr heavenly not touring enough because nick and ryan are basketball freaks <laughs> awesome. like real basketball freaks they even uh, have some subtle nba nba hints in, in our lyrics oh that's amazing yeah yeah in, in talking to people it's 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 cool that you have several people because usually it's like there's like one person in the band who's like I'm the NBA guy. Yeah, that's how it was in Modest Mouse for sure. Yeah, for sure. Were you the only one, or was it was someone? I was else? The, I was the only one. <laughs> uh, for a little bit, I think Dan Gallucci when we were in the band together. Um, I mean, I think the entire history of of uh, me being in Modest Mouse, I was the only one except for Dan Gallucci for a little bit. Yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah, I, I no, can't I, imagine Isaac being a big NBA fan. No, <laughs> yeah, he's not. I think I played some hoops with him a little bit when there was a yeah. court somewhere. But no, yeah. I um, speaking of that, this has all brought me back to something. Check this out. Ooh, love it. That is that's Modest, New Jersey. Modest Mouse played at what was called Key Arena. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many years ago. Twelve. And speak. Speaking of no fans in the uh, game, uh, or I'm sorry, no no basketball fans on the uh, in Modest Mouse. Someone yeah. like manager of the place comes up to us and comes up to us and is like, "You guys want to go and check out the locker rooms?" And I was like, it was just silence. And I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yes, yeah, absolutely." I'll, I'll go so, solo. And then I was like, uh, "Yeah." Then I, then I was just we went down there and then I asked for a jersey. This, the uh, mascot did p- come on stage with us that night, though. Very nice. Yeah, I've, cool. I've been uh, I've been told that Seattle sorely misses basketball. Yeah, and we're sore at Mr. Starbucks there for that mistake. Yeah. I think he, I he's understand a, it. Yeah, he's 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 admitted it was a major mistake at least. Yeah. It's and it's not that Oklahoma City doesn't like having a team, but it's just Seattle like really loved having a team. Oh my god, it was so crazy! It was it didn't even seem real when Seattle didn't have a team. It was yeah. kind of unbelievable. That's and you crazy. know what else pisses me off is that Seattleite Microsoft dude owns the Clippers, and I wanted the Clippers to come up here because that's my other team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I there has to be a way that someday it, they get the team again. And know uh, it's all hockey now. New hockey team. <laughs> yeah, people love the the Kraken, man. I know. It's, it's, Even Shaq. It's a, yeah, it's true. Shaq I mean, was Shaq just doing some everything. promo. Yeah, Shaq, that's right. Shaq endorses literally everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, let's 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 start off talking a little bit of uh, music. So, as far as projects you're currently working on, what do you what do you have going on? Um, Cold War Kids just got off the eight week tour, first tour back, mm-hmm. um, mostly opening for Kings of Leon. It, was, it went pretty good. We had a couple hiccups there with some positive tests. Yeah, in the, um, you know, it's a huge crew of people when our our crew is not big but they have a you know it's a big production so there was a positive test so we canceled some shows for safety and sure. um had to cancel a couple more but we we did about 90 percent of the tour 95 percent of the shows you know and yeah coming first time back uh felt pretty good about it it was long that was weird how long it was we never tour for eight weeks in a row but yeah. we were hungry I'm sure also you just kind of want to get it all out at once and just in case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just did that. And, um, we had a record come out. It's volume three of new age norms that came mm-hmm. out two weeks ago. I think it was the last Friday that we were on tour. Cool. And, um, talking about a new Mr. Heavenly record soon. And, nice. uh, I'm going to start doing a covers record with uh, a selected group of people. I was just in San Diego with some of the Blackheart dudes, and I want to do a cover with Paul and uh, Jimmy. And oh, awesome. Yeah, and I got a couple recorded with a, a Shins guy and a Foo Fighter. So it's going to be like an all-star covers <laughs> record. It's going to take a while to get together, but I'm starting to feel it. So Sure. When when you do like collaborations like that, do you um... – are you doing this mostly online? Or are you like flying out and kind of like meeting up? Uh, I prefer to meet up. I mean, I yeah. prefer to travel. <laughs> For sure. I like traveling. Uh, but I, the last one we did, me, Nate, and yeah, the last one we did was all remote. Sure. Yeah. I get it. Especially in with the past year, two years. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mix, I, I kind of mix it and then it really gets mixed by someone else. So I just record the drums and then do a rough mix of what they record, you know. Gotcha. But hopefully in the future, I'll probably always do the drums at, at home so they can do the scratch stuff and I can redo the drums if, if they want. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of like recording stuff, you do also do Ruinous Media, which is podcasting. And how did you kind of get into that realm? Well, um, I mean, I, before the pandemic, I did start tour stories. Um, yeah. That was two, two years, two and a half years ago, maybe three sure. now. Um, and I was on a little break, right. And about to start it up, I was getting home from tour and then, uh, the pandemic hit. And so I kind of kicked it into gear with collecting some stories. And then I quickly realized I needed to be a little more, uh, current. It wasn't that people didn't have tour stories anymore, but, uh, I, I kind of, parlayed it into something I call the check-in and I, I was just talking to artists and writers about what they are doing now. Sure. And of course, when the BLM movement uh, was heavily discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what happened with that. And we picked up a few other podcasts for our quote unquote label. And it right. would do some, some stuff that pays the bills too. We might, we may or may not do some corporate podcasts. 
I get it, man. I get yeah. it. I mean, my day job is in advertising, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking um, of, we might need you. Man, I'm I'm available. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so all the all the podcasts under Ruinous are they music related? Are there any that are slightly? Yeah, we have um, one is called Doctor and the DJ, and that's um, John Richards and his wife Amy. She's a doctor. He's mm-hmm. deep, you know, he's the head of programming and DJ at KXP for the last 25 years. Yeah. Um, a new one we have called uh, Emergency Room, Emergency Room, The COVID Diaries is Guy Mads- Madison from Mud Honey and his friend, Matthew Hall. And uh, Guy is not just the bass player of Mud Honey and former bass player of Lubricated Goat. He has also been a nurse for 25 years in a trauma one care center here that's like for people don't know that's like a that's the inner city take anyone hospital that's gray's anatomy hospital right right um and uh anyways as soon as covid hit he was suddenly in charge of covid intake and management and uh, he journaled the whole thing and we're on episode three and it's like really interesting. It's coming along. Um, Another one is called design freaks. It's uh, our friend Clarita and she is a designer and teaches design. And also her show is primarily about record covers and and record art. And um, I can't, uh, well, we have tomorrow we die. That's a, that's a tour story. Mm -hmm situation and um a couple more yeah something in my mind but yeah they're all like slightly rock and roll related but they all always have a foot in in a different world yeah and i i mean i especially with me doing indie basketball like it's cool that they're all tied to music in one way or another whether it's like you know, it's music and then it's uh, graphic design and then it's music. Yeah. And and with the emergency room one, I, you know, when I was looking it up, I didn't realize that like until later that, oh, it, <laughs> guy from Mud Honey is yeah. associated with it. So, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's super cool to have those kind of sectors, how they all tie together. Yeah. I was thinking about doing a fake one where Eddie Vedder is a, like a veterinarian or something. <laughs> Vetter, veteran. Oh, I like that. You know, I like a pun, so. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, maybe that'll come in. It'll be a, amazing. It'll be a deep fake podcast. <laughs> that will be. I feel like that will be a thing someday. Some I know. Deep, deep fake voices. It's just like, we're not far off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in terms of music, uh, is there anything you're listening to th- from this year that you're really enjoying? Um, I, yeah, uh, let's see. There's an Annika. I've been listening to this new record by Annika. Um, she's, I think she lives in Mexico city, but she's a German artist. Um, kind of this, like, it's kind of like PIL droney PIL can stuff. Um, uh, I always, I, what I've been listening to mostly is, um, I may butcher the name here. It's, um, it's, I want to say, right. What I've been listening to mostly is Madhu Mokhtar. Have you I've heard not heard. Person? He's, 
from I he's from Niger, Nigeria, Niger, I think. And um it's he's a nomadic Tuareg, I believe the term is. Um and he's a nomadic, he's of a nomadic people. Mm-hmm. But it's there's this culture there, I don't know where it ultimately came from. Bambino is from there too. Okay. And uh it's like droney guitar rock but it's just the best. It's typically awesome. to a, a rolling African rhythm. Um, that and Beak, I'm always listening to Beak. I like the new um, single, which is called Oh No. It's funny. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think uh, this guy, Stephen Bombadel, who mm-hmm. was recently on my show, he told me how to pronounce his name and it's not <laughs> like that, but um <laughs> I was surprised to have him answer with, I don't know how you pronounce my name. Maybe it's so I think I'm yeah. off the hook with pronunciation. Um, as, as someone with a long name, I totally understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's got a new single. You were wrong. And it's, I can't stop listening to that, that number awesome. either. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, as far as hoops, uh, I know you said you, you haven't kept up lately. When do you think was the last time you were really paying attention? Um, like 10 years ago yeah yeah like 10 or 10 or 8 like, years like Kevin Durant getting drafted or not even yeah that? yeah okay. I'd say that yeah that's yeah. safe <laughs> for sure yeah um, but what about so Sonics are your team Sonics were my team and then I lived in Portland for a while and Blazers were my team Blazers are great yeah <clears throat> that was fun um that was 2000 two to about mm-hmm. 2009 yeah they have a they have a really good fan base um and i've had uh eric from portugal the man on and they're oh, all yeah. diehard blazers fans yeah uh my good friend janet weiss uh we would go to a lot well we not a lot of games we'd go to as many games as we could when we were sure. down there she's crazy about basketball awesome uh, yeah, yeah yeah and then before that um I was a Blazers, Clippers, and the Sonics are really my teams. I did live in LA mm-hmm. 2000 to 2001, almost two. And Clippers were awful then. But that was when Darius Smiles played. Yeah. And uh, God, I can't, a couple other players. I can't it was like remember. Corey Maggetti. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But we used to go, my friend had season tickets and it would only be half full. So you would automatically get dropped. Like your, mm-hmm. your seat would be 50% closer. And I loved going to those games. It was so oh, yeah. good. And I, I really got into Darius actually that year and just thought it was cool. Kept getting busted for weed. Yeah. And he was, he was also, uh, he, around that time he was in the movie, the perfect score, oh, yeah. <laughs> which you, you know, you love a, a breakout acting role for an NBA player. <laughs> yeah. Um, just yeah, what else? I think he actually, yeah, oh yeah, that that movie's great. Yeah. Um, also, I think Darius Miles, he's at a podcaster as well. Uh, he has oh. a, I, I'm trying to remember. There's a couple like former NBA players that have podcasts. I'm trying not to mix it up because I think all the smoke is Quentin Richard. No, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles have one together. Oh man. Yeah. That I forget cool. what the name is, but yeah, they they because they played together on the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, they they have one together, and it's, it, there's a lot of cool like NBA former NBA player podcasters who just they're just goofy and they just riff on NBA oh. all the time. I'm surprised uh, Shaq doesn't have one. I know, but he's he's busy with the NBA on TNT all, every day, every week. That's true. Um, do you do you still go to games at all? When's the last time you maybe went to a game? Uh, I'd say the last game I went to. I think I went to a Blazers game about six years ago. Sure. Yeah, I always try to go on tour. It never works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about uh, so? You grew up kind of a, a Sonics fan. What do you have any like early early memories of of being a Sonics fan? Well, I mean, I just it just happened overnight. I yeah. I I started playing basketball when I was nineteen. I was a my freshman Late bloomer, year in college, yeah. and I just I was I've always skateboarded and was kind of athletic, but then I just started playing hoops, and I been playing ever since i stopped for three years but i just started again two weeks ago with the keyboardist of color kids <laughs> nice Played my first game in three years it was so fun um but so i started playing and i still didn't i don't think i necessarily watch sports maybe i'm learning this about myself i played for a few years but around 93 i was visiting my parents and the sonics were on and i mm-hmm. literally felt like I was glued to the Sonics from from then, you know, until they left. And uh, that was uh, Peyton, Detlef, uh, Big Smooth. Mm-hmm. What else did we have that? They were a very captivating team. Oh, uh, they were great. Especially, I mean, I'm a Bulls fan, so they had their head-to-head. I know. know. I think that is... Yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it, and I did watch the the Bulls slash uh, so Bulls slash Jordan doc, right? And was oh, reminded yeah. of that tearful. But That's... I mean, God, it was so exciting that era of the Sonics, and Definitely, then when Ray, yeah. I mean, Ray Allen Sean came Kemp, in, it was great. Know? And Sean Kemp, yeah, yeah. they um, the man boy, I think we call him man child, <laughs> man child, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Ray, and you said Ray Allen. Yeah, he yeah he had his stint there. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I feel like if you're talking periods of the Sonics, it's like you get like the 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 big great one against the Bulls. You have the Kemp and Peyton, and then you as until they didn't exist, and then you get Ray Allen, and then Kevin Durant was drafted by the Sonics, and then there yeah, we go. I know. I think actually Great. technically Russell Westbrook was also drafted, but they changed the oh. year he was drafted. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that seems vaguely familiar. Maybe I do remember some stuff about basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, is is there, and you know, in, with the way indie basketball is, there's that sort of niche where I, I find that the people who uh, – there's the music fan and the musician and there's mm-hmm. basketball fans. And when they come together, it's just like people nerd out so hard. It's just like, there is that, that subgroup of people. Um, yeah. Is there any way, and this is a, probably a tough question, but <laughs> is there any way that you can think of that basketball and music has kind of overlapped in your life? Uh, well, aside from the camaraderie that it, the, the glue that was Mr. Heavenly for sure at, at times was 
us talking and watching basketball and we'd be on tour together and right. or in the studio recording. Um, and we did play together a few times. Ryan mm-hmm. apparently still has his injury from that day. <laughs> um, but uh, that's where it's crossed over in my life. You know, again, um, not too many bands that I, not too many bands that I played in had basketball fans. Yeah. But that's what I'm finding is, is like I said, it's like the, those like one yeah. person. And then when they tour with other bands, they like, they meet up and they're like, are you the guy who likes basketball? Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. You know, I played with Steve Malcolmus for a couple years and uh-huh. that was when I was living in Portland also. And I got to know him because I played basketball with him. Oh, a nice. Weeks before that. How's his shot? <laughs> oh, he's great. He's fucking good at everything. That's it's amazing. annoying. Yeah, he's great. Um, but that's, yeah, it's kind of been weeding out the one fan as you, you know, uh, that's how it's kind of overlapped in my life. Yeah. Um, Sounds good, I, yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to play that game up in Canada with the Rockers, like, arcade fire people would play it was a big oh, benefit yeah. oh yeah yeah uh i think julian casablanca's played in it and, yeah um and I met, Justin met a woman that, yeah and i met a woman who organized it years ago i think she was a promoter and you gotta get in there man she asked if me and malcolmus wanted to do it and i was like absolutely but i don't know if i never got the call i don't think steve yeah. played either and then you know when butler's like i'm just gonna do the actual nba all-star game <laughs> i know <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, he won MVP that year too. I know it's crazy. No, yeah, he's good at ping pong too. I've watched him play ping pong. Oh, wow, that doesn't surprise me. You know, he wears the headband with the long hair, like it, he's got yeah. to look for ping pong. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, amazing. So, I, I, I emailed you a list. Like, we kind of play a game here, we call it uh, musician matchups. Um, yeah. and since you're a, you, you're a Sonics fan. Uh, I got a list of players. We want to determine what they sound like uh, as as a player, whether that's play style, whether that's just like a personal memory you have, whatever. Okay. And, uh, yeah. We'll go back and forth. We'll compare our answers and just the the justification of why you pick it is what what makes it fun. All right. Great. Sounds so fun. We'll we'll start off with Detlef Schrempf. Detlef, who I met before. Can I make a real quick rock and roll yes, connection? Yes, please. While my good, fr- let's see, let me start again. <laughs> my good friend, William Goldsmith from Sunny Day Real Estate and the Foo Fighters, uh, as when he was in the Foo Fighters and I needed a job, he got me a job at his parents' civil engineering firm. One day, Detlef Shrimp, who was an investor in some piece of property, came into the office. And I had to take him down the street to lunch and stuff. It was insane. I was Amazing. With, yeah, this was probably 1994. I, but it was just like the door opened. I was like, oh, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Still playing. Um, anyways, I can get back to this, uh, this answer. <laughs> uh, and I did meet him. And uh, it's not just because he's German, which he's German, right? Yeah. That's but okay if you go little, that route. He's a little icy. 
Um, he's a little icy and a little calculated, but he's like, um, I don't know. There's something crispy about him. And uh, that's Beak to me. That right. band Beak. He is the Beak. It's amazing. Which, yeah. yeah. I, I, I see that for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I went with the low-hanging fruit here. And yeah. just because it's the first one, I wanted to do like uh, the softball. I went Band of Horses. Oh. Because they have okay. a song called Debt Love Shrimp. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it just that's it good. just feels like I, I needed to do it. Like if he's on yeah. the table, I have to call that one out. Yeah. I thought you were going to say can. Also, yes. Also, <laughs> no, I think I, Band of Horses is way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the second player, the more recent player. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Um, Ray Allen is like Phoenix. He's a beautiful guy. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful people. Their music is beautiful, poppy stuff. But I've seen Phoenix and Ray Allen unleash improvisational skills Ooh. that I was never expecting. I love and, that. Yeah, I mean, I can remember Ray playing. Eh, I can, never mind, take that back. I just remember a couple games where I was like, "What the heck is he doing?" And the same thing with Phoenix, where they stepped out and get all weird, and I never mm-hmm. expected them to do that. That's amazing. Love that. Um, I, so for Ray Allen, for me, you know, he he was in the league for a long time. Um. He's very. He's just consistently good. His shot, it's quick. It's he's like got an automatic shot. Say automatic for the people. Oh, nice. He is he is REM to me. Yeah. It just you know a long-standing player. He's been around. He's been consistent over the years. Yeah, just that's all reliable. Yes, that's killer. <laughs> Oh yeah. So moving on, the third one, Gary the Glove, Gary Payton. Oh, the glove. Okay. I'm gonna you can really skip. definitely go like a, a personality route with this one. I'm gonna go instead of the glove, I'm gonna go with Gary the mouth. Ooh, yes. Because at the free throw line, his mouth never his mouth never stopped moving during the game because he chewed gum, but he also at the free throw line. <laughs> Not when he was at the free throw line, when someone else was. He was t- constantly talking. Constantly talking shit to people. I forget who said it was someone like Shaq or something. They were friends, but it still doesn't matter. Someone right. like, um, someone famously said, I never get, oh, okay. Someone famously said, when I come, to play against Gary Payton, I bring my checkbook for all the fines I have to pay. <laughs> I need to look up and see who that is. Um, someone who's mild-mannered, right? And the, he just gets under the skin. So the glove, a.k.a. the mouth, I say. Um, there's a band that I love called Parquet Courts. And Parquet Courts, at times, is vocals. And barky, wonderful, but barky constant vocals through the whole song that I imagine it sounds like being on the court with Peyton just in your ear 
Totally. That makes, that makes sense. Uh, I definitely want a similar route. Yeah. Definitely based on kind of, you know, he's, he's in your face. He's aggressive. Um, he definitely won't back down. There's a newer band. Um, I don't know if you listen to them. They're called turnstile. Oh yeah. Oh, they're they're very just aggressive. They're in your face and, and just very like intense and just, but also like they're good and they're a fun time. So it's like, it's just kind of all that together. Yeah. Turnstile's great. I'm, they're 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 a lot of fun, and I've I want to see them live, but I've seen videos of their live shows, and it just seems insane. It does. What are they destroying everything? Are they? Yeah, they're they're yeah. very they're very throwing it back to like you know the the eighties kind of punk rock, eighties nineties punk rock, and they're just yeah. uh, their bass player is amazing. His name's Franz, and he's just like you know spinning around on stage. It's awesome. Awesome um so the last one we have yeah you can't you can't talk about socks without mentioning sean kemp no way the man child (laughs) um my my memory my vision of him in my head is always him screaming oh yeah um he's aggressive he's a big dude he was aggressive uh i don't know if his personality was in your face but man I did see him somewhere like a mall at a mall or something in, in Seattle. And I just remember going like, Oh my God, he's like a scary dude. Yeah. Um, but I like scary dudes and I like aggressive rock and roll music, like Mets. Ooh, he's yeah. the Mets. He's like the baseline of Mets. That's kind of like my, my turnstile pick. I feel like that's like yeah. a similar vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mets, Mets is solid. He's yeah. definitely, he's a powerhouse, you know? For sure. I, yeah. I think for me, I I definitely have a similar traits. Like I, I said, I wrote down he's a powerhouse, um, a force to be reckoned with. But he's also, you know, he's a persona. Mm-hmm. And he is kind of iconic in that sense. So I went with St. Vincent. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Interesting. Like, Sean Kemp is the like the St. <laughs> Vincent of that era, man. Like, <laughs> all right. Such an icon. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I just watched it's, the St. Vincent video about 20 minutes ago. She's awesome, man. She's <laughs> There's no one like her. Um, well, she just got better because Mark Giuliano is playing drums. He's my favorite ooh, drummer. He's a badass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta throw the shout outs up there. <laughs> um, That's good. Yeah, I, I just, like that. That makes I also sense. Just like, I love like how she's um, she does all this collab. Like her thing with David Byrne was insane. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's just she's just you know forced to be reckoned with. That's that's what I'm going with. I think that Sean Kemp uh, collaborated in another way a lot. I think that he has a lot of children. He sure does. No, no judgment. Uh, I just know that he yeah. has a lot of kids, and that's a collaboration. <laughs> it's this this may be like a terrible thing to say, but I think <laughs> I think I remember hearing a joke one time that. Sean Kemp almost averaged a triple double. It was like oh. so whatever points, whatever assists, and nine kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is, you know, <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. He's even he he even uh Sean Kemp Jr. He went he yeah. went after his namesake. I think he, he has multiple kids named Sean Kemp. Oh good. Like yeah. uh the boxer. Right, name, right. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our little uh musician matchup. Well, that's and, uh, fun. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do, especially with people's hometown teams. Um, 
So as far as, as basketball, is you going to get back into it anytime soon? I, I am. Like I said, I, I uh, oh yeah, watching. Sorry. I see. I just immediately go to playing, but uh, <laughs> I think I will. I think once I start playing again, and then I'll fantasize about working on my game and my Euro step. See, I'm not that far. Got to watch the tape. I'm going to watch the know. tape. My, Matt Schwartz from Cold War Kids is going to teach me his <laughs> powerful Euro step that he was you go. blowing minds the other day. Uh, so in order for me to get better at playing, I got to start watching, watching the tapes, if you will. Is there a, um, since obviously, sadly, the Sonics are not playing, is there a team you would follow now? I think I want to follow the Clippers. I mean, they're they've been they've been up there the past few years. They're definitely yeah. an interesting team. Kawhi is quite a personality. Yeah, I I uh, hate the Lakers. Fair, and I have since I was a child because they were my mom's favorite team. My parents are from LA, <laughs> uh, and it was just a funny rivalry we had. But then there were several reasons why I didn't like the Lakers over the years, except for Shaq, who I think must be the most cuddly, wonderful, funny person on the planet. He's but um, uh, they've had some good things happen. But I just haven't – there's been – every time I turn around or when I was really watching or paying attention to the NBA, every time I turned around, there was a reason for me to not like the Lakers. Yeah. One of them was being mad at Los Angeles itself for having two stupid teams – and not two stupid teams, two, stupidly two teams. Yeah. Right. And then, like I said, when I was there, half an arena full because everyone likes the Lakers and hate or doesn't care about the Clippers. That turned me into a Clippers fan, little underdog. Sure. But it also, I got to sit close. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I want the Clippers to come to Seattle. There's a lot. Of, that's I'm I'm pointing towards Clippers. I want to I, I want to believe it's possible. I feel like their best chance, though, is maybe an expansion team. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what? it is it is weird that Balmer owns the Clippers. Like It's so weird. Maybe that's his long-term play. Who knows? <laughs> I know. It's just, yeah. So and your it, reason for not liking the Lakers right now, are you uh, how you feel about LeBron? I, well, I like LeBron. I do too, as a, personally. As a, as a, people yeah, personally, are very like on him, but yeah, I think no, he's a good dude. I've always loved LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't. It's. I don't think I'm ever gonna like the Lakers, and it's childish. There's for childish reasons. Sometimes some deep. <laughs> There's deep many people like that. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, I don't think you have any reason to worry about that. There's a lot of people who, you know, it's like it's like not liking the Yankees. <laughs> You know, that's I, right. I, I, I exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I blame my mom. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's also Penny Marshall was another reason to like the Clippers. Every game she went to, I guess. Yeah, and, and much the Lakers have Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone likes it. it's 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 too easy to like go to the Lakers. Like you you gotta yeah. have like something like a little underdog to root for. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, so as far as uh, you have any, I know you've wrapped up some, some dates with Cold War Kids. Do you have any other dates coming up? We just have a few radio uh, shows throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the year, I think. Um, and then not sure where, 
or exactly when, but as soon as we can in 22, we're going to finish supporting uh, New Age Norms 3. And sure. uh, because we kind of were playing some of the songs, but now we want to play all of them. And right. uh, so, so we're going to hit the road early 2022. We always tour. So as long as it's fairly safe, we like to go out. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And as far as uh, recordings, you're, you're hoping uh, to record some new stuff soon? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try working on this covers record. And um, Mr. Heavenly, it's it's time. I can feel it. I feel like I'll be in L.A. with Nick and Ryan sometime in February. I think that's that's you're going to be your opportunity to, to get some games in, too. Yeah. And I can play with... Um, Nick, Nick also plays in the league with Matt from Color Kids. So oh, nice. it's fun. Um, Nick sadly wasn't there because he was on tour with Islands. So, gotcha. um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think that's what I got planned. I also have to say I have a new sport that I play, but I am going to start playing basketball as well. I'm crazy about pickleball. Ooh. And I brought I'd- pickleball net on this tour because we were in big parking lots all the time and I just set up a court every day. All right. I, yeah. you know, I didn't, did not expect that to be honest. <laughs> it's, and I tried to get the band the way we played it, but um, I tried to get everyone really into it. Like I'm into it. There's a yeah. court directly in front of my house. And if oh, I carried amazing. my computer out, you'd see my neighbors playing and waiting <laughs> for me. <laughs> we'll get out there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, I really appreciate you joining the podcast. It's fun to yeah, talk man. basketball a little bit. And uh, uh, best of luck with the shows and whatnot. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's a super fun podcast. I sure. apologize. I'm not soup. I can't talk current NBA, but uh, I hope you can tell it's still in my heart. The passion is still there. I can feel yeah. it. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again All for right. joining. Yeah, take it easy. Right. Take care.